Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey guys, Matt Donald here. You know, people have said that I need to be more peppy for these intros. Like, if I'm really selling, you know, Patreon stuff, I probably should you know, actually sell it, you know, enthusiastically. So, okay, I guess you guys are going to get your wish. Um, <coughs> Subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. You're going to get some quality stuff there, some very fun episodes. <laughs> Every month we talk about pop culture featuring prehistoric animals, and this month I don't have the slightest idea what we're going to talk about because I haven't recorded it, but don't you worry, you're pretty little head. It'll live up to the exact standards of quality that you expect from a podcaster like Matthew Donald and his Patreon. Oh, link is in the description for where you can sign up. Thank you for your support and have a fantabulous day. <laughs> I'm gonna go drink some black coffee right now. Maybe some whiskey too. Roar. Growl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast as ordinary as the quaternary. My name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by someone who's very extraordinary, <laughs> and that they're so ordinary that, like, no, no they're extraordinary. It's a toxic crack, how are you? Oh, I'm well, I'm well. Oh, that's good, that's good. Hey, last time you were on here for this group of episodes, we're going to talk about your, your new trucking sort of thing. I, mean, I guess we talked a little bit about it in the other ones, but like... Uh, you know, it, what's your prog- mentioned. How's your progress going with that? I, guess. So, I know you told me before off-air, but... I've been... I started trucking in March. Yes. I got released on my own early May, and trust me, there's a steep learning curve. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um... I work for a company that specializes in sticking semis where semis don't belong. Oh, really? In addition to going to warehouses. Oh, that that's that sounds real fun. Doesn't sound like a hassle at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say in a couple of years, um, I'm going to be one of the better drivers in the on the road. That'll be nice. According to what my mother's cousin, who is a trucker, told me. Oh, yeah. They, and they he's looked, an OTR guy. They looked at the other truckers and they're like, man, you're so, going to be better than them. So the reason he told me that is there is a difference, a marked difference between an OTR mm-hmm. driver and a city driver. Oh. There's uh, some marked differences that show up once you get experience under your belt. Okay. City drivers will be able to 
get into tight docks much easier than an over-the-road driver. Right, right. Makes sense. Uh, because that's all they're doing all day. <laughs> I yeah. still am learning a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you are. But you're making the, some good progress. And... The rookie stage for a trucker here in the United States lasts about two years, okay. give or take. So, so and in that's March, industry professionals. March 2025, you'll be a master trucker. No. A real mother trucker. I'm sure you haven't Not heard that quite. one before. <laughs> hey, oh, I've heard <laughs> that one. No, you only get that title after... 20 or 30 years, uh, but even those guys are saying they're still learning well, stuff every day. March 2045. <laughs> <laughs> Around the time of Xenon, the girl of the 21st century. Remember that one? <laughs> From Disney Channel, do you remember that? Vaguely. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Boom, boom, my supernova girl. Oh, I don't remember the theme song, but I know it was Disney like this was band putting called out. Microbe that they were all. Disney was putting out some weird stuff for quite a while. Oh, it's a Disney Channel original movie, and yeah, (laughs) great, good stuff. Next year we'll be at the halfway point between when it came out and when it's supposed to take place in 2049. That's fun. It came out in 1999, so. Look at how the Jetsons portrayed the early 2000s. That's true, that's true. Although, there's that theory that the Jetsons and the Flintstones are in the same universe, it's just that the Flintstones is on the ground. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> and the Jetsons in the sky. It's like a post-apocalyptic one. nuclear sort of thing, yeah. I've heard that one, but uh, you know, it's always fun to look at how people portray the future and then that time period hits. Well, you know, in the Flintstones, they could have had a beast like a homotherium, that you might say. And speaking I mean, of which... didn't they have a pet saber tooth? Uh, they had a pelican that they used as a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I remember some sort of pet saber tooth somewhere. They had, a, they had a dinosaur named Dino, so... like Yeah. Yeah, they, they, like, uh, I don't know, it's like, whatever. I never got the whole thing where they, they have the cars, but they just walk on it. There are more efficient ways. I mean, I get it's also a joke. But like, I think it is meant to be a joke. But it's like, you could, you could if you're going to have a car, but obviously no engine, you could have, like, a log that you, like, pedal on, like, you roll on, and it makes other <laughs> logs. I, I'm just saying, the, the logistics of that just doesn't make sense. I don't think it's supposed to. It's nah, a cartoon. Nah, of course, of course, of course. Also, one episode they were celebrating Christmas. Yeah, don't uh, ask. Yeah, okay. Other than marketing. Also, they were selling cigarettes at one point, and their had what cigarette cartoon culture. character wasn't? Before? Yeah, for like the sixties. Yeah, even yeah. Well, I think no, it was about well, the nineties. I think it was the nineties when they started uh, getting uh, the crackdowns on tobacco. Because I remember mm-hmm. multiple times as a child going out to dinner with my parents and, and like mom smoking and dad. or non-smoking. Yeah, yeah. I yep, so I remember. I very much remember when they stopped asking that. It yeah. does, like, yep, there's... Yeah. Nowadays, you, you light up a ciggy, you go outside. Yep, fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, Somatherium. <laughs> I mean, same beast. I don't know why they called it that. Uh, like, uh, Are they picking on the crazy cat ladies? Because uh, those people are often awesome. Well, that's true, that's true. But, like, no, same, S-A-M-E. Ow. Like, so, so like, a homo, homosexual means same, attracted to the same sex. Ah. Uh, so, it's like... Well, didn't you or say homophones means same sounding. So. Well, didn't you say it was found on five out of seven continents? It was, it? yeah. I'll get the, so it was a Macaron. So maybe that's it's why like, they This is the it. same cat. This is, the, this is the same beast that we found over there. Yeah, that, so that makes well, sense. That would make yeah, 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 sense. I, I get that. Uh, is a Macarodontid feel it? A group of cats that includes a saber-toothed cat, but it has no living representatives. Because ah. all modern cats are either felids or felines or pantherines, I think. So... Because, like, the pantherines are the big cats. With the exception of mountain lions those are, and cheetahs, I believe those are felines. 
Uh, I'd have to. We'd have to find a biologist to check our taxonomy. Uh, I, I've looked this up before. I think I don't know because like a feline and felid are two different things. Uh. Cat, like pet, like lions are not felines. So. Oh. They're they're felids, but they're not felines. Ah. <laughs> there are cats, uh, but not yeah. Anyways. All right, but so true, there are no modern descendants of the saber tooth cats so, around. Some people say like, oh, the clawed leopard because well, has big do teeth. Try that big one. teeth, and I'm like, yeah, but it's still not the same type. It's it still pantheroid. It does have the biggest tooth yeah, to but skull that, that ratio, but it's not. That's a, convergent uh, evolution. That's convergent work. evolution. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so that uh, happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, size six to seven feet slash one point eight two point two meters long. 420 pounds or 190 kilograms. T'was a carnivore like all cats. <laughs> um, time, early Pliocene to early Holocene. 4 million to 12,000 years ago. The sheer amount of prehistoric creatures we lost just as the Ice Age and agriculture started becoming a thing is crazy, man. It really is. I blame the agriculturalists. Those damn farmers killed all the Ice Age megafauna. <laughs> <laughs> and you have you truckers have the gall to deliver supplies to them. Oh, all the time. Ah, no, how dare have, you? Oh, the other day I delivered, what, 3,000 pounds of corrosives? Oh, that's that's cool. <laughs> corrosives and flammable? Oh, wow. So, so the, the farmers could... Destroy more land, destroy more megafauna. No, I don't probably know. farmers for are fine. They're fine. Like I, I like a lot of stuff. I've delivered with. to a lot of people with land. They are. I often envy them because they have beautiful views. Uh, I'd be fine with it as long as there's internet. <laughs> I'd be fine with anywhere as long as there's internet. Well, also in Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah, good luck getting somebody to go out to the middle of Walsenburg. Yeah, no, that might be a bit far. I, I tip them well. <laughs> anyway, you might want to have them do your grocery shopping then at that point too. Yeah, at this point, that's, I mean, yeah, that's a, it's Instacart is a thing. Gig work is becoming so big now thanks to. Yeah, yeah. they really half of them need to have a commercial license. Oh, I believe that. The way they drive. Yeah. And I will not apologize for offending any Uber drivers oh, in no, the I mean, audience. I used to be an Uber driver, but yeah, so don't worry. Um, I will not uh, apologize, but half of them need a commercial oh, no, license sure. and to be more regulated. Location, Africa, Europe, Asia, North America, and South America. Like I said, five of the seven continents. Very widespread. And this is when the continents were basically the same as today, too, which is impressive. Although back then, the Lord Sea Levels of the Ice Age helped tremendously with spreading around. Oh, yeah. The, that would have very much done them a favor. Like That's probably how the Aborigines got to the uh, Australia. They walked across from when Indonesia was just a, a thing of land. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So... And then the wide selection of prey? No wonder the population thrived. Well, absolutely. Described in 1890 pop culture appearances, apparently the bigger and fatter saber-toothed cat in the pack of, the, of sabers in the first Ice Age movie was a homotherium. Huh. It's nice that the pack had a collection of species rather than just Smilodon. They're inclusive like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was also in the TV documentaries Monsters We Met, Prehistoric, and Age of Big Cats. Ah. Uh, so here's a fun fact. There were a ton of different prehistoric animals, and every standard creature that you can think of is just one of many different representatives of that group. Like woolly mammoths, you say? You might be referring to the European one, but what about the Colombian mammoth? Or <laughs> other elephants like Paleoloxodon? Or Triceratops, you say? There are many different horned dinosaurs, some of which had the same three horns and frills, like Chasmosaurus and Taurosaurus. Uh, and to bring the point of the episode home, saber-toothed cats... You're probably thinking of Smilodon, specifically Smilodon Fatalis, the North American variant. But there are plenty of other saber-toothed cats, like Smilodon Populator from <laughs> South America, which is the one that sounds like it got real busy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also Dinophilus, the awesome-sounding Xenosmilus. And there's also one, I crap you not, that's literally just called Yoshi. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Did they run out of ideas? There was a saber-toothed cat called Yoshi. There were actually several species of Yoshi, <laughs> such as Yoshi Garvins- Garvinsky, Yoshi Fei, Yoshi Miter, and Yoshi Yongdingensis. Again... Did they run out of ideas? Apparently the paleontologist who described it said it was named after their cat. Okay. That's how they got around the, the trademark, I presume, because they better watch out because Nintendo's lawyers are freaking scary. Uh, Second to the Disney's lawyers. Yeah, the horror stories about them, but still, did they run out of ideas? Y- Yoshi, it's not even a Japanese one. It's from the Balkans. <laughs> <laughs> At least give it something Balkan sounding. Well, it's like, according to my Slavic girlfriend, a lot of people from Slavic insult, including like the Balkans area, whenever they insult someone, they insult your mother or dogs. It's like, <laughs> like you kiss your ass like your dead dog mother in hell. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, they're very creative with their insults. Oh, absolutely. I like it. <laughs> there's, there's so many good insults like, man, you are impossible to underestimate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I, I can't recall the time I didn't know you, but boy, would I like to, or something. <laughs> one of my favorites drive when I drove public transit was, I've been called worse by better than you. <laughs> That's, that is pretty good. That does make it's you feel... simple, it's vicious, not a single swear word. Oh, there's some good insults and without you swear. Can call, you're essentially calling somebody a piece of trash oh, without outright calling them a piece of trash. Oh, there's some great insults that don't involve swear words, but none of them come to my head right now. Anyways, so, um, if you want to Sabertooth Cat, you have smiled on, Yuzino Smiles, Yoshi, and Homotherium. This guy means same beast, like, which, like you said, might be because they found it from all different parts of the world, like, it's the same one! <laughs> That's the only th- reason I can think of why it's called that. Um, Homotherium was one of the most successful of its family, though, like, a, like we said, with the fossils found on five different continents, with a temporal range of five billion years. That's impressive. Yeah, so... Um, that tells you a lot about that environment. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things that made it different from Smilodon was its shorter sabers, but it also had evidence that it was more of a pursuit hunter. Ah. Uh, Smilodon was more of an ambush predator. Uh, so think of a tiger versus a lion, for instance. I mean, yeah, a lion is... Well, the lionesses are going to be yeah. the ones chasing the males. Not yeah, well, so the males just sit on their asses and <laughs> two another just yawn. Yeah. Like... Although tigers are pretty darn successful ambush hunters. They are, but that's, again, that's the thing, ambush hunters, rather than, like, they don't pursue too much. And also, that's because they're not adaptable because of the environment. Tigers live in jungles, just lions live in savannas, so... True, although there are some tigers that live, uh, in Siberia, so don't I guess it's true, but it's still forests, right? It's still forests. Yeah, still, like, yeah, snowy forests. And I guess there's some more sparse areas that tigers might be able to run in, so, like... And also, there's that old saying, like, lions are the king of the jungle, even though they don't live in jungles. <laughs> well, I don't know why people think lions are jungle animals. Like, George of the Jungle, there's a lion there. What's the lion doing there in the jungle? Well, George of the Jungle's pretty old. Tarzan's pretty old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Because I think, yeah, in the book of Tarzan, Sabor, you know, the, the leopard that, you know, that yeah. he faced, in the book was a lion. would have to check that, but I, I know I that think... some of the... 
Because I once upon a time had some reprints of some old Tarzan comics, and yeah, there were lions in that jungle. Yeah, well, and also the gorillas weren't gorillas because they didn't really have, they didn't know about gorillas back then. I don't Not think they were like cryptids. Well. Like they were like they were like a, a fictional species called like Mangili or something. And like they probably didn't understand them as well. Yeah. So I mean, think about our understanding and how it's grown from say even 1850 to now. Oh, absolutely. The leaps and bounds that have happened. Absolutely. And also, uh, in the book, uh, tragically as well, there was no Phil Collins soundtrack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, man. Son of man. Oh, that's, I don't know what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, um, you know, people say that um, that Smaldons are saber-toothed tigers, and that's not the technical term, because they weren't tigers, although to be fair, so many pe- things are called things that they aren't anyways. True. Like, Wasn't a Smilodon more equivalent to a lion? Yeah. More of a wrestler type? Well, well, I guess, well, that's like, because it was kind of like a tiger, though, is what I'm saying, is that it was an ambush predator rather than a pursuit hunter, and this was more like a lion, homotherium. Or like a cheetah, too, because, like, one of the things, too, it had slender limbs, reduced claws, a sloping back, and a large visual cortex, like a cheetah, that implied it relied on vision to hunt. Ah. So, also, that means it was diurnal. Unlike a lot of cats who are nocturnal. Uh, but so, yeah, this is basically a saber toothed lion or saber toothed cheetah. That's uh, probably cool. it would be even fair to say a saber toothed mountain lion. Yeah, yeah, saber toothed mountain lion or leopard or something. Although, mountain lions are an extremely successful predator with an extremely high hit rate. Oh, yeah, because like most predators fail their hunts nine out of ten times, right? But yeah. Mountain lions are almost the opposite. Oh, wow. Uh, because of their capabilities in the Rocky Mountains. Now, that doesn't mean you should fear the mountain lion. I'd be a little afraid, personally, <laughs> but... I, the, there's probably been lots of times I've backpacked and they've been nearby. Well, I mean, the only times there was one, there was a video I saw of one really trying to, like, rush towards someone. That was because they've speculated from watching the video that, they, that her cubs were Oh, nearby. yes, that video. I've seen it as well, and yeah, every like, wildlife that's biologist... That's unusual behavior. Like, yeah, they're wildlife, not usually like that, yeah. Yeah, every wildlife biologist that was commenting was consistently saying that was defensive behavior. There were cubs nearby. If that mountain lion had wanted to eat that human, that human would have been dinner. Right. No there was, questions. There were reports at one point when I was uh, uh, taking care of my parents' house in Highlands Ranch that there was a mountain lion in the area. Someone had. <laughs> sometimes they wander down there on occasion. Oh, yeah, they wander into Boulder regularly. Oh, yeah. But, like, and so I took, um, I took my parents' dog out because I was, you know, house-sitting for them. And it was at night, and he came running in, and he wouldn't go back outside. I, I don't know if the mountain lion was in my backyard, but he surely smelled something weird. And I'm thinking he smelled that mountain lion. Could have been. Yeah. I, I don't know been. if it was necessarily was in the backyard, but dogs have such powerful senses of smell. He could have been several blocks away. <laughs> and the, and the, the dog's instincts were like, danger, danger. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, they're beautiful creatures. They are. They I are. would love to see one in the wild. Haven't yet. But, you know, from a distance. Why do they have so many different names? Who knows? I mean, like, a lot of animals have different names based on, like, different cultures, I guess. And that's kind of what the same thing is happening here. But there's mountain lions, there's cougars, pumas, mm-hmm. you know. Um, trying to think of other examples. Oh, uh, those are the big three that the I The big heard. three, yeah. Like, yeah. Panthers are sometimes, mm. they're sometimes called panthers. Nope. there's a legitimate species called the Florida panther down in Florida. But isn't it also related to mountain lions? Different gene, different uh, species. Right, because like what people consider a black panther isn't really a panther; it's a leopard. Usually, right. well, it's any melanistic cat. Yeah, yeah. So like, 
Well, because, like, the Black the Black Panther, you know, if it was in Africa. Well, like, then that'd it would be have a been leopard. a leopard. Yeah, or, like, Bagheera from the Jungle Book. That'd also leopard. be a leopard, yeah. So, but you could get black India. jaguars in South America. Yeah, there are you black. You could well, get a solid black mountain lion here in North America. Yeah, that's true. A lot of times in, yeah, in fiction, jaguars are often depicted, like in The Emperor's New Groove, for instance. Yep. That classic documentary. <laughs> uh, documentary. The jaguars in that are presented as solid black, so... So it's I guess probably because it's easier to animate than probably. all those spots. Yeah. 101 Dalmatians learned that the hard way. They had to invent <laughs> a whole new animation technique in the 60s to make that. That does not surprise me. Anyways, all right. But yeah, so Homotherium, uh, it probably preyed on a bunch of different creatures. Um, most creatures, probably ones that we have today, like zebras and like antelopes and stuff. Also maybe some camels, like those prehistoric camels. And maybe some humans, too. I don't know. Uh, I early mean, hominids. Probably. Uh, although, uh, a lot of times, the ones that the early hominids were preyed on usually were leopards, I think. I mean, I think cats are opportunistic hunters. That's They're true. They're patient. They stalk. Yeah. If they see an opening worth it, yeah. they go for it. Actually, the reason why, biologically speaking, why some people are morning people and some people are night owls comes from this time period when some of us were naturally disposed to, like, we'll watch out at night for the leopards mm-hmm. <laughs> while the rest of the, the, the tribe sleeps. <laughs> so, Which makes sense. So a lot of things came from the way we evolved back in the day. Like, learning about the origin of humanity and evolution in general really makes you understand a lot about the world. It really does. Like, one of the things I learned recently, you know why humans are more susceptible to clickbait, if, especially, like, negative clickbait? Huh. About, it has to do with how we evolve. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story. This is, like, so there, if you ever see, like, a lot of people being, like, doomers, like, oh, everything's going to be terrible, you know, everything's going to hell, which um, there are some legitimate concerns, of course, about the world, but it's not nearly as bad as everyone says. Again, like, there's a lot of legitimate concerns, but a lot of people are, like, immediately go to the bad stuff. It's because when we were hunter-gatherers, there'd be people that would, like, go to a new valley to look for food. And, and they would and, never come back. Well, they'd never come back, or it'd be more like they'd see an animal, like, there'd be a bear in this new place, and there were two types of reactions. There were people being like, oh, look at this wonderful new creature. Like, wow, this is so cool to see this wonderful new creature. And then there was the other group that really tensed up, like, you got to get out of here, man. Like, uh, which one was more likely to survive? <laughs> <laughs> the second group. So the uh, being predisposed to negative feedback rather than positive, that trait continued. That would make some sense, And actually. hence... Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, that's its own kind of thinking. You need a psychologist for that. That's true, that's true. Anyways, let's rate Homotherium 1 out of 65 million. Uh, I'm going to rate it like 55 million. I think it's cool. I think it deserves that. Yeah, it's I think a it's solid cool. creature. Don't know why, five continents. Don't know why it's depicted as bulkier in, uh, in uh, Ice Age rather than when it seems like it was more slender, but eh, it's animated. It's uh, animated. Uh, animators. <laughs> God, some of the crazy stuff that series went on later. <laughs> <laughs> I barely remember the first two. Did you see the when Blue Sky Studio ended, though? They released that short uh, of the squirrel finally getting his acorn? No, I don't think I did. Because, like, like, Disney shut it down, right? I think I lost interest in Ice Age after the Oh, no, one. for sure. But this, this was very somber. This is just the 30 seconds. I'll show it to you. It's, like, called The End. It was the last project Blue Sky ever did after Disney shut it down. Ah. Because doing Disney bought Fox, they, they had a lot. Of, and they shut down Blue Sky, which I guess, because they, they, they thought it wouldn't compete with its own in-house sort of thing. And also, it makes sense because the Ice Age series kind of died. It kind of crashed and burned. Uh, and then, like, none of the new stuff were really getting much attention. So I get, I get the logic. Apparently, from what I've heard, almost all the animators were redistributed into other uh, Disney sort of things. So that's uh... good. They, they did not very few people were fired 
But when Blue, so Blue Sky, they, 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 the last few days of the studio, they came together for one final shot, and scrap finally getting the A chord. <laughs> and it's nice. not treated like hallelujah or anything. It's like, it's kind of somber. Oh. It's like, yeah, he got this. And, but then like, it's, you know, I'll, I'll show it to you. It's because it's, it's, it's sad, because like the company is, is over, I guess. Mm. But, but like, at least there's, some, there's this closure in their own way. So, anyways. All right. Well, that's it for this week. <laughs> if you want to get hold of the show, you can contact me at paleobitespodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at paleobitespod, paleobitespodcast, and on Twitter at paleobitespod. I have to figure which, remember which one's pod and which one's podcast. <laughs> uh, Twitter's pod. Everything else is podcast. Uh, if they want to find you, you can find you at NK underscore arts and crafts. Yes, on Instagram. Yes, on Instagram. You've got some good stuff there. You also did my books. You, well, no, you didn't do. I did my books. <laughs> you drew the, the chapter illustrations of my books, the Megazoic books, available for print and Kindle. Uh, obviously, no homotherium in it because, you know, not a dinosaur. <laughs> Bit later. All right, well, that's it for this week. I'll save the end of episode of Paleo Bites. Just. Just play some lion noises. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was a blind farting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they did that. Anyways, bye. <laughs> All right. Now we can take Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.